up, everybody? Welcome back in your uh, search for a good podcast. You stumble back across Topic Topicopolis. Sorry, I had trouble saying that. You did not I, even say the name right. I am your host or co-host or just guy with the microphone, Justin Peterson. And I prefer to call you just a random bag of molecules holding a microphone. Okay, I am a random bag of molecules holding a microphone on Tokyocalypse. Uh, that's close right. enough. That's okay. close enough. Welcome back to Tokyocalypse. I'm not done yet. Okay, we're here to bring you something awesome. <laughs> Our friends from Hope's Ball released a brand new album. And the the it first is, in eleven years. Yep, and it's absolutely fantastic. Can't wait to uh, see them in concert when Adam and Jay get down here and the rest of the band. Where is here for uh, just for point of reference? I'm thinking here's around Orange County, California. What do you think? That sounds good. There's a lot of little podunk things here, but if they ever I don't get think you're enticing them to come down here by saying podunk. You didn't let me finish. If they ever come down here, I will buy them a Four Sons The Great One IPA. What do you think? Yeah, sure. All right. No, that was just such a great introduction. Um, I just don't know if I can follow up on that. But, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, this is Topicocalypse, the only podcast on the internet. Don't bother researching that. It is 100%. All natural, <laughs> and it's on all kinds of the BeanPod websites that it you're going to find it. It's 100% true. No fake news here. For those of you tuning in on the podcast radio network, you can find this lovely podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and other great podcasting outlets. Where, Justin? On all those other cool podcast bean sites. And uh, around the globe is yeah. what he meant to say. Uh, around the globe. And yeah, just, just type in Tokyocalypse and it's there. You should try talking the... You should try t- talking Opalypse <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> I thought I was talking links to the microphone. Now I'm really loud. I see the, the yeah, sound you're, bars. You're spiking here. Well, uh, I... All right, cool. Well, back to the main show. Hope's Fall had a brand new album come out. Uh, the first one in 11 years, and it's, it's called Arbiter. Justin, you got to spend some time with this CD. Tell me about it. I, You know what? I thought it was fantastic. I was bumping it the past two days in my car, and, um, you know, they really hit, I'd say, a brand new level for them. You know, they did a great job meshing everything together. There was some guitars and drums and stuff. Oh, so they did the things where bands yeah. do, where they put all the instruments together. And they, this, the singing. And they put and the singing in yeah. there. Okay, all how right. How they brought this album together from, you know, half of them being in North Carolina and the other half in Chicago? I think that's where Jay was in yeah, Chicago. Chicago is fantastic. They must have had really good Podbean or YouTube. All right, on that note, we're going on. Um, <laughs> all right, do uh, you have any favorite songs? What tell me? Tell me about it. Well, tell me about your experience, and I'll tell you about my experience. You know what? I don't have a, a favorite song. I like them all. I loved how they kind of took. Um, I know I'm trying to get close, but then far. And all then right, close. yeah, easy there, Austin Carlisle. <laughs> Um, or Carlito? I, is Carli- that his last name? Car- Carlito? Carlito? Am I Speaking it? of which, you know uh, Sonny from First to Last put out a new song with with From First to Last. Or really? Sonny of Skrillex put out a new uh, a new song with From First to Last. Did it already outsell Skrillex? Because that was awful. Uh, I don't know. You're So you're doing that thing again where you're very judgmental of other no, musicians? No, no, no. I love, I love Sonny. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I Absolutely. If, if from First to Last was, was our jam. You know, we busted out, what... 
Ride the Wings of Pestilence. And what's that song? Em- Emily. Emily. And That's from those. My Heroine. No, Dear Diary, My Teenage Angst yeah, has a body count. The other one was My Heroine. I don't think Sonny did anymore after that. Yeah, but it, no, he did the one after that, and then they got the other guy. But anyway, we're coming back to Hope's Fall. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a, a favorite song. I enjoyed every single uh, part of the album. They kind of like slowed it down, sped it up. And he really utilized his voice as a progression from um, from the last album, Magnetic North. Magnetic North, yeah. Well, how, okay. How would you talk? Because we when we had Adam on the show, Adam Morgan, uh, the drummer, on the show uh, a few months back, and he's telling us about how all this came to be and all that, and we we're asking him about whether or not he they when they write music they cater to fans of the old stuff and the new stuff, or if they're j- they were just trying to do something all on their own here. I per, like personally I feel like they they took everything that was good about, you know, their whole catalog pretty much like uh, a, um the satellite years there's a lot of you hear the like the raw the rawness of satellite years mixed with like the the clean vocals by Jay through A-types and Magnetic North it, and mixed in with some, you know, some really throaty screaming and it but at the same time, it's nothing like any of those albums. This is like they have taken everything that's great about Hope's Fall and completely reinvented it. I would agree with that. I think that we see it from our point point of view of like, oh, it matches with like, you know, RX Contender or like um, Icarus and other stuff from Hope's Fall. Or not Hope's Fall, but A-Types and stuff. Which is by Hope's Fall. Yeah, which is by Hope's Fall. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but in reality, they probably didn't even know they did that. I think they. I, I've. I had to talk with Jay. If I did, I mean, I, I haven't, but he would. I imagine that he was probably progressing off of that. Well, I, it's. This feels like the next evolution in Hope's Fall, but they did it in a way where it's not. You know how a lot of bands will come back onto the scene and they'll try to recapture their old sound and hope in hopes of like, uh, I guess, feeding off of people's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like what Funeral for a Friend did when they went, you know, they were super, they went, they were alternative and then they jumped all the way back into like their early uh, screamo punk phase. Yeah, they, well, they regressed too much. They, they were looking for progress and they regressed. Yeah, but Hope's Fall, on the other hand, like this feels natural. This feels like the next evolution of their music. But at the same time, it still keeps enough to keep the old fan, you know, fans of the old stuff satisfied and still be able to bring in new fans and what i love about it is that they didn't have to resort to electronica to do it yeah i i'm glad that they stayed away from that like a lot of a lot of our our favorite bands have been going to uh recently but yeah i don't think they were like oh we got to capture our old fans you know but it was something that we wanted to hear it we wanted to hear this this new stuff after waiting this long and it was um what they did was just magic Right, right. It, and like, honestly, it was well worth the 11 year wait. I, so when I, I go through, I was going through the lyrics, I saw much like you were doing earlier. You know, for me, half the fun of listening to a New Hope's Fall album is trying to decipher Jay Forrest's lyrics because he has a lot of stuff like, I know that it means something, but it's trying to figure out what it means uh, is kind of the, you know, it's like when you read a book and you're trying to trying to decipher the undertones of the book, like the the little side themes and plots and all that. From what I understood of Arbiter, Arbiter kind of sounds like he's a, and this is just my interpretation. I might be 100 percent wrong on this, but it Probably. sounds like the idea of the Arbiter, whether it's a man or a woman, is somebody who 
it's just the, the concept of being able to step outside your narrow view of life and be able, being able to discover new things, you know, and even in that, the journey, I guess he, that he sings about, it sounds like it, I almost felt like I was listening to a graphic novel, if that makes sense. No, that makes, that makes plenty of sense. When I was on my way home from work, uh, Monday, you know, I was playing it and I got halfway through the album and it was just kind of like, all I could think of myself was the guitars put me in one world you know, and Jay's Jay's lyrics and his voice kind of threw me out to the other, right? And it was it was uh, a new experience that like I didn't know what to think, but I kind of I get what you're saying. We're kind of like we're stepping out of your out of your deal, and they make you like they make you feel that, right? Well, he kind of talks about like discovering new worlds, and he has a song where he sings about being in the uh, the vehicle. I, I could be misquoting that, but um, it kind it reminds me of like an early. 60s or 70s sci-fi movie you know and you're, that's when i close my eyes that's what i was starting that's what i was kind of thinking about and it's 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 really cool man and i know there's probably more to it than that but i mean on a surface level i really feel like there should be a graphic novel companionment to this album yeah absolutely kind of like kind of just carry a story on from this album right because it, it could be really cool because the 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 arbiter whoever whatever it is, you know, it's just, it was a very interesting concept. Okay, so d- when we talked to Adam, he had said that this album, like, is really more of them just playing music that they wanted to play. And originally, it wasn't even going to be a Hope's Fall project. They wanted to call the, the, the project Arbiter, but in the end, it ended up being a Hope's Fall project, and the album was named Arbiter. Playing around. Does it, yeah, do you, do you hear the, like, the, the independence of this music in comparison to old Hope's Fall stuff, or do you kind of think that that's just a style that these guys are really good at? I think, one, that they're really good at that, but to be honest with you, like, I know, like, I'm like, I could hear the progression off these albums, but it didn't place me in, like, old hopes fall you know and like okay. i kind of i could tell that they were just like what he do he would grab a beer and go bowling and then all of a sudden play play music right together, yeah you know? it's like the product of the uh post bowling night jam session yeah and so like i could tell like the bands they li- they they told us or adam told us to listen to we, i did listen to them and i could tell that like where they were hitting off of you know like the bands they listened to and that they wanted to play, I could kind of tell like that was they well, were just messing around. To me, it feels yeah like we talked about Shiner. Oh, I, I listen to them, yeah, yeah, and they they have that like that grunge sound, but also sounds like spacey, you know. And I was playing some of this album for uh, for uh, the big gym, and he was listening to, it and he's like, you know, this does kind of have a spacey feeling to it, but it feels good to listen to. And like I, that's what I'm taking away from it too. Even like the louder, more brutal stuff. You listen to it, and there's almost something soothing about it. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the well, like the, are we talking about like the the screaming parts, like the parts where they bring the music up, but Jake just keeps his voice all kind of, of all of it though. Level. Like even even the parts where Jay's screaming, like there's still a an element of peace to it. Yeah, that's that's the one thing um, that really sold me on. Uh, Magnetic North. Yeah, is that his his scream was really it was kind of like it like it was relaxing in a way where you're like you could like lean back listen to this music full blast and you're not like you know most most screen bands get you like angry right and pumped it was something where you're just kind of like that and i he carried that on and he carried on icarus with with those two yeah not i 
you know, trying to or not, it was what came out, and it was it was beautiful. And you know, all, all seriousness, in all seriousness, I know we're joking about um, <laughs> Dan, Daniel talking about the album, but yeah, the way that like the drums and the guitar and the bass and the vocals all come together, there's no point where one outshines the other. It's like it all meshes together perfectly, like pieces of a puzzle being brought together into a greater image. Yeah, absolutely. But it's at the same time, you know, they they had those songs where they kind of propped up the uh, the killer bassline. Yeah, I think it was too. I my YouTube didn't have the song names, which is unfortunate. Um, I need to get on the actual album or the vinyl, Josh. But yeah, they yeah, yeah. they had some killer bass lines in there. You could kind of tell that they they didn't just they didn't just go like you know someone's going to lead the whole time like guitars. And they really pulled that out and said, hey, let's let's kick this song off with the bass line. Yeah, no, it, it all just like, and even the stuff that, you know, didn't just go right into the music had these really like ambient guitar licks in them and like the intros, it it, it all, it meshed together well. And I think, you know, it's kind of perfect for telling the story that was being told through the lyrics. Yeah, I would really love to hear it um, if we ever had the chance to hear what the lyrics like went through like what he was if it was like some kind of walk that he was going through what, or, or what they mean how he wrote yeah them. or like a like a season in his life you know um maybe between albums or just just where he was at right now i, I bet you would have an interesting um take on the world yeah yeah just to see the you know the creative process mm-hmm. behind it um all right we got so billboard recognized hopes fall good good for them so they're calling them the number one top new artist albums you know, they've been around since I was, I've listened to them since I was in high school. And, you know, I'm, I just turned 30. So I've been following them for a really long time. And I know they got some recognition for being one of the, um, I forget what publication it was, but they got recognized for being one of the most influential bands over like the, the metalcore, screamo, uh, I don't scream, the metalcore, hardcore scene. But yeah, it's just weird that they're calling them a top new artist. I'm glad that they're on, that they're on the charts. I'm that I'm stoked for that. But it's just like, it's funny because they're it's like no, you know, like when you listen to a band for a long time and then people finally hear them on the radio and they're like, oh, I love that band. You're like, you don't want to go full hipster, but you're like, I have been listening to them for this. This is a bad, so many years. This is a bad example, but atmosphere. Can we can we just mention that real quick? I remember when Atmosphere, like, we were bumping that in high school, and, like, everybody were like, that's so stupid, oh, my gosh. And now every hipster and their and their dogs are talking about freaking Atmosphere. Well, atmosphere, and it's uh, Finger Eleven was another one back when, like, Paralyzer came on the radio. We were listening to them back in their grunge days before they went all poppy. Yeah. But, no, I think, I, I believe that I would, I'd stick behind that label, the number one top new artist albums. I think that they really came out at the right moment when the scene was changing enough to where they could deliver this this album and you know all the old scene fans are kind of like well it's making a comeback yeah. you know i don't want to i don't want to stir your under oath wounds here but like you have under oath coming back bt bam came back haste day actually had a new album Did come out really? last year yeah um, emory's working on something new like there's a lot of as i lay dying as i lay dying yeah i don't Ooh. that might be a sensitive subject with some but uh yeah there's just all these uh, thrice, you know, thrice made their comeback uh, that was several years ago, but like they're still going strong. So there's still uh, the people who grew up with this music, they still love it. But it's like it's sad because the genre kind of seems like it's dying right now. But with something like this, this is like it, I, I would almost go as far as to say that this album sort of reinvents the genre. 
Yeah, it reinvents it, but it also gives light because that hopes fall coming back. It gives lights to um, lights. <laughs> it gives light to uh, like bands that we've interviewed, like Mayfield. You know, they're coming up and they're awesome, and I think that they could jump into the scene with with hopes fall. Yeah, know? yeah, and shout out to Dreambound on YouTube for. Uh, promoting all these great bands you know there's a lot of great stuff out there but it's just nice to see that there's people keeping the the music alive that we know and love um also here the the special shout out to hopes fall for getting uh, number 13 on the independent chart number 14 top rock number 17 on the internet number 32 digital and number 41 of the top current albums that's you know the album's been out what a couple weeks now it's got six uh six places on the billboard chart that's amazing and i'm super stoked for these guys i hope that this is the the beginning of a whole new chapter for Hope's Fall, and I hope that we get to see a lot more of them in the future. Yeah, I hope so, too. Sorry. <laughs> Pause there. I hope they do. Um, I really do. I hope they kind of expand their, their tours, and I hope that... I wouldn't want to see them kind of rush out another album after this. No, no. I mean, let this one let this one boil for a bit, but it's... Uh, I just, like, I... It would... I, the album was so good that it would be a shame to have this be like the the last piece you know and then this was like the the end of hope's fall after this especially since you know they got they have like a solid lineup all the they're super rad dudes in the band and uh you know it's just this is a time they're making music now that they want to hear instead of what the record company wants them to make and this is the album is, is is truly it's honestly beautiful and i think that it's a total reinvention of both the band and the genre Topic apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, if you haven't heard it yet, listen to you can listen to our interview with Adam Morgan on our Podbean and iTunes channel. I think it's episode thirty-five, but it's labeled an interview with Adam Morgan of Hope's Fall. So Adam Morgan, yeah, of Hope's Fall. I apologize if you can't read. I think there is an image up there for those of you who are illiterate. Is that the word for that? Illiterate. Yeah, something like that. Unliterate. If you're not literated, there is a. Illiterate. There's a picture there for you <laughs> to click, and it is of Hope's Wall. And this is a special offer. If you share this podcast a thousand times, Josh Peterson get, will give $100 of his own money to Hope's Wall to tour on the West Coast. $100, <laughs> thousand shares. You're let's, already you're already buying them. You're already buying them beer, right? Yeah. So you give them a hundred bucks to come out here, and let's. I we'll, mean, we'll hey, get our favorite band hey, guys, here. the incentives are all there. Just uh, let us know. All right. As for Hope's Fall, their new album Arbiter is available now. You can get it on iTunes and online. It comes in. Uh, you can buy a physical copy. You can do a digital, or you can buy it on vinyl. You also check out. They got a pretty cool line of T-shirts out there. Be sure to check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and I think they're. I'm pretty sure they're on Twitter. Uh, also, just be looking out for uh, tour dates. Let's hope that they put some more up there. And again, to Adam Morgan of Hope's Fall, thanks for being on the show, man. We'd love to have you back on sometime, and we wish you guys all the best. Yeah, I think they're wrapping up, what, Virginia tour right now? Well, they they toured... No, th- yeah. Yeah, they did some shows last weekend, and I think they did one, or are doing one this week. I don't know when this podcast will be out, so it's hard to say. All right, well, let's bust it out. Yeah, all right, cool, guys. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh like I mentioned earlier, you can find this podcast and back episodes on iTunes, Podbean, Podcast.com, Stitcher, Google Play. If you're listening on the Podcast Radio Network, we would love if you could find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Every follower helps. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time. Mm, 
nothing's better when grilling your favorite meal than adding some delicious Wheelie Q rubs, seasonings, and gluten-free barbecue sauce. Made with the finest ingredients, Wheelie Q products pack a ton of flavor to your meals, whether it's ribs, chicken, steak, hamburgers, fries, or vegetables. To get your hands on some of these tasty Wheelie Q items, head on over to www.wheelieq.com and a portion of all profits made will go into finding a cure for spinal muscular atrophy. Topicocalypse listeners, act now and get 15% off your order today just by entering the promo code POD3, that's P-O-D and the number 3 at checkout. For the tastiest food on the grill, nothing's better than Wheelie Q items today at wheeliq.com. <laughs> 